All right, we're pleased to once again be joined by friend of the show, Jake Wimberly. Of course, you know him, host of the Afternoon Drive ESPN Radio 105.9 out of Mississippi, and he's the owner of CFBHourglass.com. Jake, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us. Michael, always a pleasure to be on your show. This is the best SEC and one of the best football podcasts in the country, so it's always an honor to be here. Well, I appreciate the kind words, Jake, and especially now during these uh, these difficult times. Uh, you know, all this suddenly happened here in Starkville. What's uh, I mean, I, I can only imagine what the vibe is like down there in that state. Um, and, and what, what's it like down there with uh, knowing that Coach Leach just won his his first Egg Bowl, and and now we, of course, he'll never going to coach again. It's been weird. It's been a really weird week, uh, for being honest. I think for everybody involved, it's been a very um, kind of a cold time and just kind of a numb feeling and a lot of times you know I mean because we haven't seen this happen I mean you know if you go back and look Michael uh you know you got the uh, tragedy that happened at uh, Marshall in the 70s you've got uh, Bo Rain who lost his life uh, at LSU but he you know in the plane uh, that disappeared across the Atlantic or into the Atlantic that and he had never coached a game I believe there was one coach in South Carolina in the late 80s 89 somewhere that but not, we don't see this. I mean, a sitting head coach who, you know, uh, loses his life suddenly, um, it's just a very weird deal. Uh, you know, and I can, you know, go back to the weekend. I know Mike Leach, you know, going into the season, there were some questions about his health. But I think a lot of people, you know, you talk to people up there, he had some pneumonia issues he was battling. Um, nothing severe, but just some, you could tell, by the way, he did interviews and that kind of stuff, he, you know, some coughing and such. But by all accounts, he was he was okay. I mean, Saturday night he attended a, a – a, Christmas party in Starkville and uh, seemed fine. And then Sunday, you know, started getting some texts from people that uh, absolutely are inside that circle saying, hey, uh, where does, you know, paramedics are at Mike Leach's house. Mike Leach's got to go to Jackson. Well, if, if you're in the state of Mississippi and you are being told that, you know, you have a loved one or someone that's having to having to be airlifted or taken to Jackson, that is always a, a bad sign because obviously Jackson's where the biggest hospitals and, and uh, medical facilities are in the state. So you knew it wasn't good. I just didn't know what was going on. So uh, it just a really weird week, a really, um, you know, really uh, just almost like it's a not real week. Uh, you know, uh, as, as Mike Leach, uh, you know, um, loses his life and now Mississippi State's got to pick up the pieces and move forward. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, his time, like you said, just cut short. It was a brief stint, three seasons there at Starkville. But um, what, you know, when years down the road, when people ask you about Mike Leach, what do you think will be the first thing that kind of pops into your head, Jake? A guy that did it his way. You know, a guy that did it his way, and I think a guy that is who he is, who who he says he is, he is, what he says he he, he says he means, he, he means it, uh, and says what he does. You know, he, he was that kind of guy. You know, and Mike Leach is a guy that I was fortunate enough to spend some time around at various points and uh, even in private settings. And I can tell you a matter of factly, I mean, the Mike Leach that you saw – on the television at the, you know, be it on, at a ball game or in an interview setting, SEC media days, is the same guy behind the scenes. I mean, he he is a he was a generic guy, a loving guy, a guy that uh, was very smart, very very smart guy. Could have been a PhD, could have been an attorney, could have taught on a college camp. I mean, he could have done probably anything he wanted to do. Um, and I think the thing that sticks out is Mike is a guy who, um, you know, was kind of a, a you know a, a pioneer or for, of sorts in, in in football with the throwing and you know. Pass, uh, passing game, pitch and catch game. Uh, there's a lot that you can say about Mike, but definitely the thing is Mike did it his way, and Mike was very authentic. 
Yeah, and since his passing, Jake, I've just been kind of blown away. I mean, I knew he was a popular figure. I knew <laughs> seemingly, you know, he, he coached all over the country, so there was connections to, to just about everybody. But I have really been blown away by just the, the reaction and, and just the funny stories. Is there anything that has, has struck you maybe you didn't know or, or a connection you didn't realize he had that uh, has really resonated you, that you've learned about since his passing? Well, I, I think, you know, a couple. One, you look at it, I, I forget, and I think sometimes we forget this, that Lincoln Riley, uh, you know, comes from the, the Mike Leach tree. And, of course, you know, there's a story out there. Mike basically told Lincoln at Oklahoma, he says, hey, you're not going to be that good of a player, but I think you'll be a heck of a football coach. And then, of course, you know, you forget about some of the guys like Sonny Cumbie at, at Louisiana Tech uh, and some others. Um, you know, and, and then, you know, you look at Gardner Minshew, who, who came out today uh, and said basically publicly, he was asked about Mike Leach, and he said, hey, had it not been for Mike Leach, I would probably be a, an assistant under Nick Saban right now because a lot of people forget when Gardner Minshew left East Carolina, he was headed to Alabama to be the third-string quarterback behind Jalen Hurts and Tua Tagovailoa at the time. And, and Gardner, who I know well, told he came on my radio show and said, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go be the backup at Alabama and likely go into coaching. Well, it was Mike Leach who, you know, that connection was made, gave him an opportunity on that one year uh, to come out to Washington State to fill the void – of then, um, you know, a quarterback spot that was, uh, you know, kind of uh, wide open due to a tragic incident out there at Washington State where their quarterback, Tyler Alinsky, had taken his own life. So, you know, Gardner Minshew's very adamant about it. If it wasn't for Mike Leach, I would not be in the NFL today. I'd be coaching football. So there's a lot of connections and a lot of stories, and Mike touched so many people. And, of course, we got a bowl game. I mean, that's it's almost impossible to even think about this, Jake, but uh, we, we do got a bowl game January 2nd against Illinois. Any idea? I, I've seen a couple floating around. I don't think it's anything official, but any ideas on how the program will honor Coach Leach for that bowl game against Illinois on January 2nd? Do not have anything nailed down ironclad. I know some people have been clamoring about a possible uniform, uh, you know, something to some degree. I, I would almost guarantee you um, Mississippi State will do something. You would think the bowl itself will do something, uh, just kind of a, of a unique setting being right there with, a, uh, you know, ironically, a pirate ship in that stadium in Tampa uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So haven't heard anything official, but you can almost guarantee that, uh, you know, while it is a bowl game for two, two obviously two teams on a neutral site, there will be uh, plenty there to remember Mike Leach. And, of course, it's being widely reported that uh, defensive coordinator Zach Arnett is going to be Mississippi State head coach. Uh, thoughts on that, Jake? You know, I realize, I mean, I don't think people that don't follow Mississippi State realize what a tough situation this is. There's no AD. Uh, we got signing day in literally a week. Transfer portal. I mean, on and on and on. Um, it, this is a, a nightmare scenario for many reasons, but at least to, in my eyes, Jake, They've got a heck of an assistant, one of the best in the country, that uh, is right there. And, I mean, this, considering the circumstances, I mean, Mississippi State could do a lot worse than Zach Arnett. What, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's – and we've been talking about this uh, for the last few days. And, and, you know, you hate to turn straight back to the football field because, obviously, you know, Mike Leach, uh, you want to honor him. And, and there is that time of, of uh, you know, remembrance and, and grieving that is there. But you have to look forward. I mean, everybody else is going to continue to move forward. And, you know, the calendar, and I've been saying this for the last two days, the, the actual calendar, the NCAA slash athletic calendar, is forcing a lot of this. And there's circumstances that are out of the control of Mississippi State that are forcing this as well. As you referenced, it is reported Zach Arnett will be the next head football coach at Mississippi State. 
Um, that's reported by Pete Thamel and several other other uh, you know media entities out there as well. No official word from the university as we're cutting this podcast. Uh, that'll likely come uh, you know tonight or first thing in the morning when you hear this. But you know it's it's a very dicey deal. You mentioned there is no athletics director in place. I know that they're down to to the to the last two or three candidates. That is likely going to be announced next week. Um, you would have to think Dr. Keenum, the president of the university, is going to let the uh, you know the, the funeral and the uh, I know they have set a uh, a day of remembrance and an open ceremony at, at Humphrey Coliseum for Mike Leach, I believe, on the twentieth. So you want you don't want to get in the way of that. You want that that to happen. So you've got that on the table. You've got a new athletics director coming up on the table. Oh, and then by the way, you've got National Signing Day coming up next week. The negative part of that is, as it's already being reported by Steve Robertson, 247sports.com, who covers Mississippi State, that there are rumors out there already from players and stuff that some coaches are already trying to poach uh, the Mississippi State team. Now, that's just part of the game. That's, that's, I'm not condoning it. That's part of, the, of college football. We know that, uh, especially in the day and age of the transfer portal. So there's so many variables to this that it only made sense in my mind that Zach Arnett would be promoted to head coach because you keep the same staff in place for the most part. Maybe he goes out and finds an offensive coordinator uh, to help, you know, with Steve Spurrier Jr., who has been a big part of Mike Leach's offense for a number of years, dating back to Washington State. You give the assurance to the players on the team and the players that are committed to the program that, hey, I'm going to be here. I mean, this this staff, Mike's not here. We get it. We can't fill that that void. But the staff that you know and love and the staff that you work with, your position coach is going to be here. The person that recruited you is going to be here. That is, Michael, you know this, that is monumental because the, if he was given the interim tag, then all other coaches could use that as a recruitment against Mississippi State if they're in a battle to say, hey, you don't even know who your head coach is going to be next year and you're going to play for an interim head coach. So I think this was the right move. I would assume that the contract that is going to be put into place favors Mississippi State in the instances of, hey, if this does go south, the new athletics director can make his or her move pretty quickly next year but i think under the circumstances this makes sense right otherwise you're just under essentially what brian harson was under uh, i mean he was the head coach but we all knew he was not going to be the head coach for long you know what correct absolutely all right jake well hey i, I appreciate you taking this time during this uh you know busy time for you troubling time there uh don't everybody don't forget to give jake a follow at jake wim and check out the afternoon drive espn radio 105.9 fn out of mississippi and don't forget cfbhourglass.com jake thank you thank you thank you so much for taking the time absolutely michael appreciate it happy holidays and merry christmas absolutely all right, Chase, I just want to say thanks again for Jake Wimberly joining the show. I'm on his show about once a week, it seems like. So uh, hopefully, you know, some of his fans listen to this show and, and some of our fans listen to his. But uh, always a great time with Jake. Oh, yeah. No, good stuff there, Mike, as always. Yeah, I, th- I think we need to start having him on once a week, you know. If- <laughs> <laughs>